song about a choking dragon. Kurt's watching it backward, he ain't seen it before. What will he find out? Turns out shows are kind of boring backward, but that's okay. We're gonna keep doing this weird fucking podcast anyway. It's funny, like, moments after you and I decided that we were just gonna do a, a like, a Skype call episode, uh, I heard the news about the shelter in place right. like moments yep. afterward. I was just like, all right, I guess this is a good idea <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I, I figure we will probably um, take a hiatus after this one for a little bit. Unless you want to. I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you what you felt. We'll this be- is all on the podcast right now. And I figured, eh, whatever, we'll just That's- talk about it. We've been pretty Ev- candid. Yeah, everybody's figuring this <laughs> thing out together. I mean, we, there's there's no reason to pretend that's not the case for us, too. Um, if you want to keep doing it like this, that's fine. Um, but maybe give yeah. it like a week to just get used to. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that, like, it's going to take me and Sarah, like, probably a week to just get into the swing of things honestly Mm -hmm. i was just now because we've already been like our i wish that we could film the process of us like doing our day-to-day like especially the the early phases because it's such like a apocalyptic movie like (laughs) i get home like if i when i leave or when i come home from work at one o'clock because i only work until one i we we have this new rule where if we came out from the outside we just like cleanse our clothes. So we like take all of our clothes, throw them directly into a dirty clothes thing, take a shower and then, and then put pajamas on that are clean. And then that, then we're just at home at that point. And then like everything from then on is just like trying to figure out what we, what we need to sanitize, like uh, sanitizing keys and wallet and like all these things the, that we've The used. big ones are mail and cash. Yeah, I listened to a podcast where some mail carrier was explaining that uh, a lot of mail carriers do not take any of this seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's exciting to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, literally as I was listening to that, uh, I heard my mail box creak open mm-hmm. <laughs> like a horror movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, it's in the house. <laughs> the yeah. mail is coming from inside the house. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just have like a little bag of, or a little box of uh, mail gloves, and then yeah. uh, there's a little burn barrel. I think out we there. need to do that. Yeah. yeah, we need to do that. Yeah. Um. So I did watch the episode. Mm-hmm, me too. I don't know if you did. I did. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> I uh, I took a nap, got up at six, and then uh, watched it. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Let me. Let me bring up my notes as usual um <clears throat> this episode starts with like a really weird uh flashback moment that doesn't happen often in this show yeah. at least from what i've seen there's almost no time jumping except for i'm i'm gonna be interested to see how much of this time jumping started to happen toward the latter half of the series because they had to start planting ideas uh because this first episode start or this episode starts with like a flashback with uh Cersei? Yep. 
which was funny because I was taking notes the whole time. Like, is this Cersei? I'm trying to figure out who this is. Is this yeah. Melisandre? Is it like who is this? She does say her um, name at that during that sequence. At yeah. One point, so yeah, literally at the very end, it's like Cersei. <laughs> she she like gets wake. She gets woken up from her like daydream or something. But uh, sh- I, I'm. Did they put that scene in there? Is this like a precedent? Do you remember if there's like um, story to lead to this, or is this literally just like, by the way, here's some random scene of her getting told by a witch that she'll get taken out by a younger queen? I I think that we get to see part of that scene at one point earlier in the show, but I don't remember. I might be thinking oh, okay. of this scene. Yeah, because yeah. I, I just was like, this seems very much like this whole episode is. It it feels like they're setting the stone. They're setting the pieces to literally get to the last. It's like they had planned at this point the end of the series. Yeah, they were like, all right, we know how it ends. We just need to get there. So it feels like this episode is like. All right, we gotta get, we gotta get uh, Tyrion over to to Marine. Mm-hmm. We gotta get this piece over there. We gotta get Arya over to wherever. Nope. Yeah, it's just which actually we don't see any Arya in this episode. But yeah, it's like you just get this feeling like they're trying to set themselves up to finish the way that they want to. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really boring this this episode was almost as boring as the next one which i thought this one would be like super energetic yeah it's all set up in the beginning of the season yeah Uh, let's it's kind of let's see putting the ball on the tee you know um oh that's what that is sorry there was a little flashing green light on the screen and it is my audio levels on the laptop and i was like what is that oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) i see it i've been seeing that um yeah, so it's it is it's a little lackluster, um, not terribly exciting. Uh, it was a particularly naked episode. Yeah, that's what Sarah had mentioned. She yeah. she popped in while we were she was like baking bread and popped in. She's like, "Oh, we've been seeing a lot of male booties." I was like, "Yeah, you don't get to see a lot of dude booties in this." Yeah, not that's anymore. Much... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, there will be more going forward uh or backward yeah actually uh this episode has a really interesting um i think the most interesting thing about this episode to me was just the uh the young sparrow boy uh Mm -hmm. being um to me being revealed because i understand that like he had i understood that he had some sort of uh either beef with cersei or um he had some reason to either hate Cersei or he had some um be- like insider information they they have um, history yeah and yeah and i found out it's sort of both like he it seems they the way they talked it seems as if he slept with Cersei and her husband or or i don't even know who who that would be her <laughs> Uh, well, because it it almost seemed as if he was saying he slept with her and the king 
But the king is her dad. Mm, the king is not her dad. Oh, I thought the king was her dad. The one that's dead in this episode? Um. Yeah, he... Nope. Nope. Okay, I misread that because I was like, please don't drop a ball on me like Cersei was also sleeping with her dad. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, I really don't want that. No. Um, no, you don't. So not. that's her... So that was her husband. She was married to him? The man on the table... Uh, yeah. that was dead that was her father oh but he was never the king oh oh yeah okay I, I guess I'm confused because then what's up with the uh, basically someone in the episode says uh, I think it's uh, Jamie Jamie's like if, if you find out um, or if they find out that he's really dead then they're gonna basically try to take the castle or like they were gonna try to revolt or something mm, yeah what was all that what was all that about um that was a general lannister uh distaste distrust and hate for the public okay yeah so just a general fear type of thing it wasn't like this would definitely happen. Um, while he wasn't the king, he did represent a particular power. And anytime there's a power vacuum, there's chaos. Yeah. And it's I think it's that more than anything. I wish Owen yeah. was here. <laughs> <laughs> he would have a much oh, clearer man. picture of all this. I'm trying to remember all of the events that lead up to this, and it's so hazy. I honestly didn't uh, rope it into this mostly just because i knew it would just complicate things yeah, triple can, fold can you even do <laughs> a three-way yeah i think you can but then he would have to probably record straight to his phone or oh, something yeah and, yeah and it would sound wonky yeah, um, that's, that's too much of a pain in the ass actually i think the most visually stunning moment in this episode was the pulling down of the uh the harpy statue mm -hmm. or sculpture or whatever yeah that was pretty cool up until it lands on the ground and then it's obviously just people standing in front of green screen with some cg smoke yeah <laughs> like billowing around them uh but I, but the the actual action scene yeah. was crazy i like oh, actually they, i like that they gave it the the types of like deformities that you would expect from something that big and brass uh, right like the wings bent when it hits stuff and like i liked that yeah, it was it was a really well done piece of uh, CG animation going on in that yeah. in this episode. Overall, it although it good. Uh, cutting to the other bit of CG that's obvious is the dragon scene. Yeah, and this brings up maybe the most interesting interesting thing to talk about with this episode is, as far as I know about Daenerys. I've gone from seeing her being like the ultimate uh, sort of controller of dragons. Like she she just sort of can fly them and she can have other people fly them. She has like ultimate trust. Like these dragons toward the end of the series like love her almost. Like mm -hmm. they, they're like gonna like fight for her and die for her or whatever. But in this episode, I finally realized why they're chained under 
the pyramid? Yeah, she mentions the thing. Which I might have misinterpreted it, but is she basically saying that her her dog bit someone and she had to put it down type of thing? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Drogon bit someone and well, he, killed a child. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> she said, "I don't want to see another child's bones dropped at my feet." So, so Drogon killed a child, and then the city's like. No, Daenerys, you gotta chain your dragons up. You gotta yeah, put keep them your dog away. on a leash. <laughs> yeah, and then she goes down to talk to her dragons, and they're obviously not having it. Uh, very, very aggressive toward her. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out. This is one of those moments where I'm watching something, and I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. Then how does it get to where I know she is with these dragons later?" Like. There are moments in this in this whole show where I see something and I'm like, but does that mean like where did how did they get how did they get from here to there? And I've seen all the path from here to there and I still can't answer. Like how did she get control of the dragons over this period? Um I mean, I would argue that she didn't. Uh she she has a a relationship with these dragons. Um, yeah. But I think that, again, like the dragons represent her internal willingness to destroy things and like her chaotic evil. And having the dragons loose again, as she does later, is just her accepting chaos and evil. Um, I don't think she really... She has, you know... A, they're tame to her, but are they under control, really? Mm, probably not so much. Yeah. That's actually a good point. So I, the, the one thing I never noticed, because I couldn't... I didn't know that they were forced... I thought that maybe she just... Like, up until this point, I really had no clue why the dragons were chained under the pyramids. Mm-hmm. I thought that maybe someone had actually captured them or something. Um, but yeah, so that actually, that whole plot line sort of has a whole new meaning to me now because I couldn't have ever pieced... Uh, you and Olin have sort of talked about that symbolism, yeah. but it it couldn't really make any sense to me until this moment because I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. she she was being responsible. She was like, no, okay, I'll chain them up. Yeah. Like, I'll try to be a good queen. And same with, like, all the fighting pit stuff. Like, it, it seems like there's a lot of decisions she's making yeah. that she's like, I'm trying to do the right thing. And then eventually she's like, eh. She's formulating, I think, during her time in Marine, her um, moral alignment. You know, she's she's resolving whether she is good and kind or angry and wrathful. And right. in the end, we, you know, she chooses angry and wrathful and has her dragons for that. Oh. Yeah. And then Tyrion just kind of needs to give her some. It seems like in a weird way, Tyrion is giving her clarity in, in decision making or something like. What, I mean, he's what literally his... like serves as her counselor. So, yeah. So it's like once he steps in. She suddenly has like uh, more clarity in how to move forward the way she wants to. It's not like, 
because he's definitely not like decision maker because when i was watching varus when i was watching varus kind of put Tyrion in that like plot of like all right you need to go um you need to go talk to her because i think she's going to be the one to take this take the throne um i was kind of like well is this more varus just trying to put Tyrion in a spot where he can like sort of guide her to the right decisions like was he was he foreseeing some of this stuff like did he did he see that Tyrion that Daenerys might need someone to like hold her from doing these awful things and Tyrion would be that person or was that just basically like bring her over here like help her like did did Varys Uh, see any of this well the problem there is that this is where like plot necessity comes in versus like did the authors have an internal monologue in mind for the character right where it's i don't know he he just kind of had to maneuver him into that position like how much right. did he know about the future well none he only exists as the lines he speaks uh, right so it's kind of hard to make that determination um but there is probably so there's nothing because he has to know something yeah. about her obviously because he, he like knows uh, her but he is a uh person who makes it his business to know what's going on and to know a right. lot of things about a lot of people and i think that i mean he's yeah he he's a uh he's a mover and shaker you know he tries to maneuver things into positions that he thinks will be favorable so I right mean, but as for like how how clear his predictive abilities are uh i don't know another plot line that sort of i mean it isn't it's not even huge at all but it's uh sansa and and little figure um they are seen checking in on that boy again and i forget who he was do you remember um who's checking they like in on? go to they they go to some small training village or something and some boys training oh, yeah and i remember robin aaron i remember them visiting him before yeah yeah, yeah that's that's robin aaron okay uh, and who is he oh boy uh He doesn't come up too much. Uh, you, I mean, you, you've seen most of his yeah. plotline. Um, well, that's what I mean. I'm like, I don't remember where he ends up, like why he's being checked in on by Littlefinger. Isn't he like his uncle or something? Or uh, his... Yeah. Uh, un- I think uncle by <laughs> law, I think. there. So this is the part where Littlefinger... like, what's in it? Yeah. Littlefinger's... Uh, his own wheels and deals. He's sort of the the exact opposite of Varys. He's evil Varys. Um, he has been doing a lot of maneuvering oh. and things. And Robin Aaron <laughs> represents an exploitable name. And uh, I can't tell you too much more than that. Um, Robin so Aaron's father was he, somebody. So he's basically just popping in to make sure that one of his pawns are alive <laughs> yeah and, and keeping himself in his good graces and you know maneuvering okay. him in the way that he wants him to be maneuvered that makes sense yeah he's just doing that little side quest yeah um because <laughs> like next time we see him he and the uh 
Robin's advisor dude, um, we see that power shift from advisor dude directly to Uncle Peter. So he brings that little kid gifts and things and yeah. And then yeah. Peter's able to kind of muscle his way into a position of power. And then he gets the uh he gets control of Lords of the Vale that way and then sends them to save John at uh the Battle of the Bastards. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Robin Aaron's so story he, he's leads doing that some work. way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go, uh, Olin. See. I'm trying my best for you, bud. I really am. <laughs> no, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, I get to see the moment where Marge walks in on her brother and the other boy mm-hmm. guy. And uh, it's sort of the moment that gets her kind of killed later in a weird way. It's kind of weird to think of it like that. It gets all of them killed later. Yeah, yeah. it basically kills everyone. Yeah. <laughs> What's the moral to that story? Cersei's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is the, uh, that's the moral of Game of Thrones. Cersei bad. Cersei bad. Yeah. Um, Which that's, that's what was like weirdly, yeah, I don't know. Like, the whole Sparrow thing, like, I can't believe it's just now coming up. Like, in this episode, you basically see Cersei, like, learn about the Sparrows kind of for the first time. I think that might be the first time the audience learns about the Sparrows. (laughs) Oh, man. It is, like, it's, like, literally in two episodes, it just, like, accelerates, like, hits the pedal to the metal, like, for for that plot line. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> like, by the way, here's these sparrows. They're like some weird. Eh, th- it'll build over time. Two yeah. episodes later, like they t- they take over all of the fucking city. <laughs> yep. Here's some kid in robes. Oh, <laughs> they rule now. Oh. I'm surprised that's not some sort of meme. All right, let's see. I'm trying to. I'm actually almost running out of notes. Um. Do, 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 do. Oh, so the guy who gets murdered at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, not murdered, but uh, yeah, I mean murdered, but you know, in a more militaristic sense, um, the guy who's sacrificed to the fire. Um, yeah, Mance Raider. Is, okay, so is he, is he the king of the wildlings? Um, in as much as or, they have a king, yes. Okay, yeah, he was like the head. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was their still... uh, um, Otto von Bismarck kind of a character. United all these warring tribes under a single banner, that whole thing. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure out why Stannis is at the nor the the Night's Watch. Um, I don't. I'm not sure if, uh, like, Stannis and... I, I still can't figure out if Stannis is there at the same time as the Wildlings and it's a, it, and it's just a total happenstance, or did, was he fighting the... It seems like maybe they're prisoners of Stannis or something, and 
that's why he's being killed. Like the ki- the leader is being killed. Yeah. Uh. So Mance was a prisoner. None of the other wildlings were prisoners. Um, right. Which I figured because I was like, why would the wildlings sit and watch him get killed? Like, why wouldn't they just uprise? But maybe because they would get killed too. Like, I was just trying to figure out the whole dynamic. <laughs> you'll yeah, you'll have to kind of discover that that history going back. Um, there's not too much I can tell you about them without backward spoilers. It's just such a weird ass season for me backward because I just don't, I have no idea why either of those parties are at the Night's Watch and yet the whole season is them at the Night's Watch. Yeah. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And it wasn't cleared up. You'll see what, what brings them there, um, coming forward. Speaking which, yeah. uh, I'm wondering if the next episode I watch, I mean, the next episode I watch, I definitely am going to see Tyrion kill his father. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about his brother. I'm not sure if those two things are in the same uh, event. Wait, what about his brother? Uh, doesn't he strangle his brother with his own hands? Lover. Oh, he said lover. Yeah. I did. Okay. I think I wrote it down right and I remembered it wrong. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering if that's all in the same go. Because he also is a lover of uh, of Sansa, but it's obviously not her. Um, Obviously did not kill her. So, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's uh, what's going on in the next four seasons. We got four seasons left. Yep. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, Where do you think Bran is? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I think I forgot about Bran. Yeah, I think season five forgot about Bran. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. When was the last time you saw Bran? At the end of this season, maybe? Do I? Do I see Bran this season? I don't even remember. Yeah, because I do remember you guys asking, where do you think Bran has been, even in this season? What? what where is he? He's got to be <laughs> hanging out with that cool... He's got to be hanging out with those cool elven um, Star Trek-looking... Yeah, creatures like the, the weird makeup. The yeah, he's got to be. I, I don't know why. Like I don't know what he's doing in the forest. Maybe he went on. Is it? it did him and Arya have similar plot lines? Like he is. Uh, he is deciding to go. Oh, actually. I still haven't seen Jamie push him out a window yet. Mm-hmm. So that means I, part of me thinks that happens like very soon. Um, because it feels connected to, um, let me think. Try to think of where all the other Starks I, I'm I'm actually shocked because I always thought that the Starks were always all together, and then they like 
got split apart in one event, which I thought was probably the Red Wedding. I'm like assuming a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if Sansa had any, like I thought Sansa was to do with the Red Wedding, but maybe she has nothing to do with it. And maybe that's only, maybe that's when Tyrion kills his dad. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just yeah, like, when is either? Yeah. So I, I, I'm still, I think I had guessed at some point that Bran had, you know, like probably during the, the events of the red wedding got kicked, you know, kicked aside, <laughs> thrown out of a window. And then he had to go on some sort of trip to, to hide or something 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 happened where he had to like split off and uh he is he's doing an aria like plot where he has to go learn from the uh three-eyed raven yeah just like aria is learning from the uh faceless men there's parallels there for sure okay yeah but instead of getting a season of development we just don't see bran yeah, he just does it all. Off. <laughs> he, he does it all off off camera. It's very important for us to see Arya get the shit beat out of her for like five episodes. But Bran, no, don't you don't have to look at him at all. Why didn't? Yeah, it's funny with with the whole arc of Arya doing what she did. I'm surprised she didn't end up on the throne. Yeah, it would have made more sense. Yeah, like she yeah. had, she actually had any kind of plot movement. Yeah. And then like, Tyrion says, "And who has a better story than the boy who just wasn't in the show for a whole season?" <laughs> like, well, we'll do that in another yeah. season—a prequel or yeah. a offshoot. Yep. And then yeah. Bran's whole like, "I can't be king of anything. I don't want to become king of anything. I don't desire things anymore." And then later he's like. Why do you think I did all that? To become king. And it, yeah. He's awfully <laughs> smug about it. Weirdly enough, uh, I just had an idea. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of all of this, not that we'll want to watch another episode, but I think that after we watch the series premiere, we should watch the finale again. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> and then I'm here? just going to like see it. I'll see the beginning and then I'll watch the end again and I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember how it all ends up. Interesting. And then we just slow I, fade I feel- into into talking heads. And as the days <laughs> go by, water flowing <laughs> underground. Yeah. A whole year has passed in our lives and we'll get all nostalgic. And then we'll be like, that's okay. You don't have to be nostalgic because we're coming back for season two of The Sopranos. <laughs> Us and all 13 remaining survivors are going to watch The Sopranos backwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's all my notes. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any particular questions for you, really. Well, I mean, I think you started the... You just very naturally segued into question time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, was, yeah. We're, we're just... We, we feel it now, you know? This, yeah. this is starting to feel... It's a feeling. We don't, we don't yeah. need structure. We can play it by feel. We're, we're, <laughs> we are the Jimi Hendrix of doing this podcast. Specifically. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually burning a guitar in my room right now. I saw that. I was, uh, was going to ask you what that smoke was. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's like it's either a stress relief candle or a, a Jimi hendrix guitar burning i don't know which one the uh the the lamp to your left that's uh kind of pointed at your wall there there is only just a spot of like perfect white light that diffuses out yeah. that looks like the the portal to heaven yeah <laughs> it's uh that's some serious uh that is overexposure shine, going on yeah well it's funny because i this this is the setup of my office the both mm-hmm. both wall lamps the only light sources in the room are on the back wall and i've had to do like conference calls here and there and sometimes they happen when it's dark outside mm-hmm. and then i have two windows in front of me so if it was light outside i'd be fine so i'm always like i always just turn my camera off because i'm so backlit can you stick your hand in that light or is it too far behind you oh yeah, yeah it's your way hand back. is gone <laughs> goodbye hand that's what i was wondering there it is oh yeah. yeah now it looks like you're casting a spell I'm uh, I'm gonna cook some dinner, and okay. uh, well, that's know. uh, this is good. Um, we're doing the quarantine thing. Let's take a week at least, maybe yeah. a, maybe a week or two, and then uh, but we'll we'll, we'll touch base and just yeah. figure out yeah absolutely figure out what's what's going on. Yeah, if things get weird enough, we can do one of these every day and just crack through the whole thing. I actually was literally like, as I was walking Bongo, I was like. What if we did something really insane, like we just knock out the whole series or something? <laughs> it, I think it would be fun to come up with, if not uh, this show, but Another some kind thing. of streaming thing that we could do. It'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Keep think about it, and we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. Well, have yourself a wonderful night. You too. Yep. Take it easy. Good to see hey. you. And uh, and uh, send me that audio. <laughs> all right all right see you. see you later i will uh i'll figure out how to get that audio too oh